The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. If you miss any of our programs, we are on podcast. Just go to our website at SOGMI.org. Again, it's SOGMI.org. And if you cannot be in our Sunday services, if you cannot be there in person, we are live streaming on Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Then you can share and learn and hear what thus saith the Lord is saying to the body of Christ today in our time. Glory to God. And also we have something that uh, this is the first time that uh, we are going to do this and open it to the public. The uh, December 31st, Prophetic Gathering of the Saints is open to the public. It's going to be held at the Hilton Garden Inn Hotel at the Rim, and it's December 31st. But you must register since seating is limited, okay? Now, let us go back to the present. Just don't forget, we are going to make the formal announcement concerning the Prophetic Gathering of the Saints as soon as possible. And, or you can go to our website, SOGMI.org. So what is the prophetic scripture for today? It's in Isaiah 126. I will restore your judges as in the days of old. You know, most of us Christians, we've heard about Deborah, about Gideon, about Samson, about Jephthah in the book of Judges. And this is a prophecy to us today. Not only that, God is going to restore the righteous judges as in the days of old in our present time. That is Isaiah one twenty six. Now that the midterm election is over, thank God, we can look forward to God's move in our days. We can look forward to our present and the future. As you know, political revival, if you heard the last week's broadcast, I kind of share with you um, the, the prophecy for United States of, of America, that political revival is going to manifest if the people of God unite and will vote for righteousness, and at the same time, the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence will manifest. And political revival is here, and many changes, many changes and upheavals and challenges um, will also manifest in our political arena. It will take place, but don't be alarmed. God is still on the throne, and as long as we focus on him, this country is on its way to revival of a lifetime. Amen? See, the prophecy about the Senate, I was asked about that in, I think, uh, the beginning of the year 2018, about the Senate seat, about the result of the midcoming election. And what I got from the Lord is the Republicans will uh, increase in number in the, in the Senate and why is that important as part of the revival in the United States of America? Do you know why it is important? 
confirmation of judges for one, which is Isaiah 126, God's promise to us, right? So let's thank God. And, and you know what, my dear brothers and sisters, if some of you are not happy with the results of the election, if everything will happen the way we expect things to happen, it means to say it's not the move of God, because God is always making or creating new things. His ways of doing things will continue to be unraveled and be revealed to us, his body, as long as we have ears to hear. Amen? In the meantime, continue to pray for our president, our vice president, all um, the Senate, the Congress, and our governor, lieutenant governor here in the great state of Texas, because why? We are commanded to do that. For the great things, for the, for the great things that they're doing, for all the right things that they're doing, praise God for them and thank them. Let them know. On the things you don't agree with, pray for them too. One thing for sure, as long as the body of Christ focuses on Jesus Christ and we are united, we will be at the helm before you know it. As long as we forget about the past and we continue to press on and, and move forward, we will be the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath because that is our destiny. It is a blessing from our God. God's ways of doing things are really easy to follow. Our Lord Jesus Christ laid them down for us. All you need to do is to look upon the Son, believe that uh, who He is, believe that He is sent from heaven by, by God Almighty, and believe and obey Him when He said that He'll never leave us nor forsake us, and we have the Holy Spirit who will abide with us forever. God made sure that we'll be able to do anything that He set us to do. Remember, He is an almighty God, He is an all-knowing God, and He loves you. So the things that He asked us to do, they're easy to do. We can do them. It is just hard or difficult for us to comprehend or even analyze it in our own minds. Because the things of God, the kingdom of God, is not a matter of eating or drinking, but it is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. It is a spiritual things because we are spiritual beings with a body. And the things of God is beyond analysis. It's beyond our own understanding because it is heavenly. So, we must continue to move forward. You know, one thing, if you do not follow what God is saying, forget about the past, but you press on, you move forward because he'll make a way for you, even in the desert, even impossible things that you're facing, he'll make a way for you. If we're not going to move forward, if we continue to live in the past, one thing for sure that will happen Either you'll be in self-condemnation that, and you feel guilty all the time because you are being reminded of your past, of all the things that you've done, even though Jesus already cleansed them and forgot all about them, and it will, it will cripple you concerning your walk, your supernatural walk with God. Or one other thing, if you don't forget about the past, you will become bitter and you will walk in unforgiveness because of the wrongs that were done to you. 
And you know what Jesus said, if you do not forgive, my Father in heaven will not forgive you too. So that is why the Lord commands us to move forward, to let go of the past, because you know what? Our future is brighter. And yes, God is talking to you today. It doesn't matter what you did, what you failed, and who have done you wrong, or somebody said that you're not amount to anything. Continue to move forward. Forget about those, shake those things, and move forward because your future is a lot brighter. Amen? And you know what? The impossible situation that you're facing right now, it is nothing because God always makes a way when there seems to be no way. And just for the reason that you belong to him, he predestined you to belong to him, and he loves you so much. And nothing can separate you from that love from him. Okay? So it is important. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14, it says, it says in part in verse 13, But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. We are heaven bound, okay? So we might as well practice living heaven on earth. And one thing you and I need to remind ourselves when we confront challenges, think about those things that were accomplished in you and through you by our Lord Jesus Christ that you and I would not even know how to pray for them to come into reality. Same thing with this move of God. We cannot analyze it. We will not be able to understand it step by step on the way, but it is here and it's manifesting in our midst because it is a new thing. It is God's ways of doing things. So you and I will not be able to comprehend or will not be able to analyze it. But the result is always predictable. You focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. You believe in him. The results are always spectacular. So be at peace. When you face challenges, think about why you're facing these challenges. Could it be that there's something going on behind the scene in the spiritual realm? Could it be that God is about ready to manifest things or snatch you from, from, your, uh, from your position of challenge and afflictions right now. And the enemy of God is sensing this, and he is, and why you're facing the challenges is because the enemy wants to distract you, misdirect you, rob from you your time, focus, and effort. So be at peace, okay? Be at peace. God is in control. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, it says, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. First Peter one thirteen and 14. Therefore, prepare your minds for actions. Be self-controlled. Set your hope fully on the grace to be given you when Jesus Christ is revealed. As obedient children... Do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. Let's continue on verse 15 and 16. But us, just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. 
we the people of God are being separated from the rest. As far as this transfer of influence, transfer of wealth and affluence manifesting now before our very eyes, it is not how we think because God's ways are better. They are greater. They're higher than our ways. We are being separated from the ways of the world without us knowing about it. But if you believe in God, if you focus and believe the impossible, the things that he is showing you, things will start manifesting. Like, for example, I I think I shared with you that I think in December 2015, I was um, ministering on that Sunday service and I heard the voice of God talking to me and then said, Christina, you start, uh, you start with a beauty products. And I says, like, beauty products? And I says, like, I never thought about it. I thought I don't have a lot of time, but I have been educating myself on what is good for me, what is good for, for my health, for my looks. And I, I almost did a turnaround while I was ministering. And afterwards, I talked to God. I went for a long drive at night, and I talked to him, which uh, I usually do, and asked him. And uh, he gave me, he started me with uh, simple principles and instructed me, the things that you can do, start doing them now. So I did. And over the course of two years now, I have been improving. I have, I have developed some that are, that are good for the skin, that are good for the hair, and uh, develop something that is good to remove scars. And I'm sharing them to some of the group, and uh, we're seeing results. But it is not something that, it, it, the ways of God is, he didn't tell me to go to a uh, school that, uh, that teaches all of this. He taught me himself. And the only thing that God is asking and waiting and looking is if I am willing to do the things that I can do. So I developed some time with it, and, and now I'm glad because I'm saving a lot of money in cosmetics. You know, anti-aging, removing up wrinkles, and growing your hair. We spend a lot of money. It's a multi-billion dollar business, especially in this country. But with me, I can save money, and, and I know what I'm putting in my body, and I know what's uh, just like cooking. I learn how to cook so that I'll know what I'm feeding my children and what I'm feeding myself. I want it to be. So I wanted to do good things. I want to do the right things. And at the same time, I end up saving money. And I never thought, nor even pray, nor even, it has never been my ambition to be in that field, because when God called me, and uh, as it is, I am so busy with, with the works in the ministry. I don't have any free day. And it's always preparation for something, or it's, it's always going to, to the mission trip, this radio broadcast, or the Wednesday, Sunday services, and the training, in which, like you do. So I ended up not thinking about when these favorable conditions come, then I will obey God. I just say, Lord, I am going to do this. When I find time, I will do this. But uh, I always uh, told God, I am committed to putting you first, first and foremost. So by obeying you, by obeying you and doing this that I never done before, that I never thought that I can do, or 
even desire to do and said, I am going to do this because I focus on you. And and the result is not only it benefits me, it glorifies God and it benefits others. This is what it's all about. This is what the transfer is all about, my dear brothers and sisters. It is to glorify God. God gets all the glory. It will benefit you yourself and it will benefit others. So whatever you're facing and dealing with right now, Thus saith the Lord, believe me and focus on me, and I will instruct you and lead you the way to the straight and narrow path where there will be blessings, where there will be deliverance, where there will be miracles. Don't conform to the world. Don't give in to doubt and fear. Believe in the God who loves you, the only true and living God. And you start there. And don't get into a religious rituals, but be spiritual in the things of God. You know, the religiosity and religious devils, they meant to limit God and limit God's people. It is an elitist mentality, and God is, is not into that. He's always a team player. He always wants everybody to be blessed. He even blesses the wicked and the unbelievers, even though they don't acknowledge him, so much more of you and I who acknowledge and love him back. So it is important for you to look at God and see God in simple ways that he instructs you to do. Don't go for what's in your mind that is great. Look unto him because he is already a great God and any natural simple things will happen anyway. Well, look at this. By just walking, it's natural for us, right? Not unless you have a handicap. It's natural for us. Well, when the disciples um, got baptized by the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts, the people were hoping that the shadow of Peter will heal the sick. And they were healed. And Peter was just passing. How can you, how can you practice that when you pass by people that they're going to get healed? No. It is something that we do natural, like breathing, and everybody gets saved, and they get blessed, and God gets the glory. So people in those days, because they know that Peter was with Jesus, God gets the glory. And even the simple things that we don't take for granted, like shadows, and with Paul, the handkerchief, and other things. It's just because the Holy Spirit is the one who empowers all of us. So don't look for greater things like, like Naaman in Second Kings chapter 5. He was offended because, because the prophet did not meet him at the door. And he, he gave instruction, a simple instruction. Go bathe yourself at the Jordan River and dip yourself seven times. That's how easy was his instruction. He got offended. Thank God somebody talked sense into him and says, My father, my Lord, if the prophet will tell you to do something great, you're going to do it so much more if he'll tell you to go dip yourself seven times at the Jordan River. And he did. And lo and behold, he got healed of leprosy. And he acknowledged that the God of Israel is the only true living God and that there is really a prophet in the nation of Israel, which is Elisha at that time. Those are simple things. So don't look at your life and say, like, I have not done nothing. If you pray, if you thank God, and if you're mindful of him, and said miracles will happen, 
and doors will be open for you. Don't try to get into your own understanding on what is supernatural, because sometimes God will use you even though you don't know that you're being used by God. By just your presence, sometimes you preserve life, you infuse life, you encourage them, you touch somebody, you impart to them righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's who you are. So don't try to get it into your mind that this is how God is supposed to move, okay? It was all over the Bible, and especially I kept on saying that the uh, revelation is progressive. I thought when you know things about God, just like me, I thought I know him, and then he'll do something or he'll say something that it boggles the mind, right? So it is important that the revelation of Christ is progressive. It is from the book of Genesis all the way to the book of Revelation. Actually, the book of Revelation is about the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. You and I must focus on him and nothing else, okay? Because he is the Holy Spirit. Once Jesus is revealed to us, if we follow, he will always lead us into the path of righteousness. He will always empower us, and he will always guide us into all truth. So we, the people of God, need to be separated from the rest of the world. We, we must practice God's ways of doing things and reject the world's ways of doing things. God is separating us now from the rest of the world because the two kingdoms are being established and they will both be established on the earth, the kingdom of the world and the kingdom of our God. And you know, in the end, in the book of Revelation, it says, the kingdom of the world has now become the kingdom of our God and of Christ. That is the sign of the coming of Christ. It is not the famine, wars, and earthquakes. Jesus already told us in Matthew that those are just the beginning of birth pains. What we're looking for as the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ is that the body of Christ are at the helm, that we are the head and not the tail, that we have implemented God's ways of doing things. So therefore, we take over and we apply God's ways of doing things to the rest of the world in every sector of society. Okay? And it's simple. All we need to do is to draw near to God. Hebrews 7 verse 19 for the law made nothing perfect, and the better hope is introduced by which we draw near to God. Hebrews 10.22 Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience, and having our bodies washed with pure water, which is the living water. Amen. Remember, the prophecy... The prophetic scripture for us today is Isaiah 126. I will restore thy judges as in the days of old. And the result of the election in the Senate is that the confirmation of righteous judges handpicked by God. Okay? So we need, we need to focus on that and God will take care of the rest. Don't forget to register as soon as you can for the Prophetic Gathering of the Saints, December 31st, 2018. 
Let us hear, let us fellowship together, and let us hear what God is saying to the church for 2019 and beyond. It's always been awesome. Amen? And I'm getting uh, ready to prepare for it. It will be at the Hilton Garden Hotel, and we're going to tell you the details, but you must register. Join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off I-810. Our services starts on Sunday at 10.30 and 7 p.m. in the evening, same time, 7 p.m. on Wednesday services. Okay? Go to our website, SOGMI.org, and please consider partnering with us as we continue to expand the preaching of the gospel in power and making disciples through business, prophetic schools, and leadership trainings all over the world. Okay, you can go to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Donate. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.